Webway Worldwide. Webway Worldwide. And Webway Worldwide, Worldwide Webway. This is Batch Bro Scott, and I've got the repeat on the tongue for you today. I'm joined today with by... This is Stuart, the other Batch Brother, and this is Dark City Discord. We welcome you here today as we do a deep dive into our, probably our, our you know, jointly between us, our favorite obsession, the Drukari, or more specifically, takeaways from the Index. Drukari Index. Lots to talk about and um, shoot. <laughs> lots to be excited over and probably lots to lament if we were to get in down to it, right? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> we're just going to start from the top and talk about our pros and cons. I don't know if we want to do granular, even though we only have like... We'll see where it takes us. But yeah, you know, for those of you out there that haven't already checked it out, uh, this, is, this index is free available on the Warhammer community website. Go take a look at it. We'd love to hear your feedback after you get through listening to this. Hopefully it doesn't come across as too much grappling <laughs> we're missing out on. But uh, and, you know, stay tuned because we do have some things to praise. Um, so yeah, you know what? Let's start with the favorite batch bro in the room, me. No, I'm kidding. Stuart, if you want to kick us off, let's start at the top. Pros, what do you like about the index? Well, I was going to say, it's, uh, we're going to do pros and cons. We're going to do list ideas, competitive list ideas. And then we're going to do funny, fun lists. And then uh, I'd like to project what's going to happen in the future. What we'd like to see and how many... Uh, I'd actually like to go negative on GW one time and talk about uh, uh, how many units we actually have left to purchase. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we've been hitting on that for a little bit. But yes, thank you for adding structure. I think you've been having too much time with the farseers or maybe it's just, you know, uh, too much time around the homunculus. You kind of get a backwards foresight as well. All right, so yeah, let's kick us off. All right, so my pros. Um, we went from a really, really melee-centered army to a full friggin' re-roll shooting army, which uh, can be a pro if that's your if that's your thing. Um, you're going to put that down in the pro category? I'm going to put it down in the pro category because... Right. I was thinking you're going to do pros as it relates to Stuart, the batch bro, not so much the holistic Drakari. No, you know. if, 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 if we were just... If I was giving my projections for me, then no, it's not a pro. Yeah, we'll take it off. <laughs> take it off? Yeah, take it off. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that in the con column for you. Okay, so let's let's focus then back on... On pros. Anyway. I... Uh, a 95-point dark, triple Dark Lance or triple Disintegrator uh, Ravager is uh, a must-have. Must-have for the Ravager. Yeah. Must-have and is good, especially if you, like, first turn, first anytime you target something, you're getting that reroll to one, so you don't even need a Power from Pain token, in my opinion. Um, you're still... That's a, it, allows, it allows you to conserve them for your other units. Yeah, You absolutely. get to reroll those ones against units that are at starting strength when you're firing at with the Ravager. Yeah, and, and then you can just throw that pain token on, say, a Raider that has, you know, yeah. um, 11 other shots, 12 or whatever. Talos going down to 90 points with full whatever equipment is actually really good. A 5-up. I, I There's not too many units out there that are floating around with a 5-up filling the pain. Yes, you're absolutely right. Barring armies that are, it's kind of already baked in, but I did notice what, that. I mean, not, I mean, the, oh, there's, there's not I too much thinking, baked in uh, anymore. Death Guard have some? Nope. Oh, you sure? What do they have? Do the Poxwalkers not have Feel No Pain oh. anymore? Oh. Come on, man. It's a six up. It's a Feel No Pain. But yeah, to your point, a five up Feel No Pain on what is it? A Toughness 7, three plus armor save model with, keep me honest here, is it eight wounds? Six wounds? Seven wounds. Seven wounds, okay. But they're. At being at that toughness, there you're either getting wounded on threes with high power weapons, which is not the best. Um, but then uh, you are saving a third, and you're getting lucky sixes on the six up invul. Anyways, it's actually pretty survivable for ninety points for what it is. You kind of see why maybe they walk back the unit size of three down to two. Yeah, maybe. I mean you could. I I think it's. It's almost a pro anacon now. The more I'm dissecting this, right? It's a pro anacon because uh, oh man, we might uh, have six haywire blaster shots with a full reroll would actually be pretty intense. I think so too. Um, but limiting me down to six is okay. I'm I had nine, <laughs> had nine Chronos and nine Talos, which is a little bit of a bummer. But one day we'll come back. Um, 
And then my last pro that I'd re- man, I kind of have one, two, two more. Well, he'll give you two more. You can be greedy. I'll let you talk about Court of the Archon, but that's one of my court ones. <laughs> and then the other one is the Kronos. I'm a I'm a Coven fan through and through, but the Kronos at fifty points. Fifty points for that? Yeah. Uh, you never. You're like they don't do enough, but they do en- But they do enough. I at strength five, neg one. It does enough to kill basic infantry for fifty points at T seven seven wounds. And a fill in the pain. And it has that special rule. You'll have to keep me honest here. Six inches. If you're within six inches of it and you use a pain token on a four plus, you can get that pain token back. Yep, which I used nonstop. I mean, when you when you compile everything you just said for 50 points, that is a hell of a buy. Um, but yeah, that is definitely a pro. 50 points. Um, I'm sure that it'll be adjusted later, but for 150 points, you're sitting on 42 wounds at T7 with a five of fill in the pain. It's... Probably the best buy in the Codex. It's up or there three, for sure. I mean, well, not sorry. That's 300 points, not 150 points. But yeah, insane. And that as that end your pros. That's a that's a good start to my pros. I think that's a good start. Well, if I may, uh, some of ours are going to line up here. Uh, one right off the bat, Ravagers. Um, if I may indulge for a moment. Playing an, a more or less aerial-based uh, Cabal, Cabal of the Flayed Skull, I have to merit the fact that these are worth taking again. Um, in previous editions, it was always kind of an opportunity cost clash of, do I take a flyer? Which one? Do I take, you know, more of something else? Because Ravagers, although they got all the guns on them, they're, they weren't quite cutting the mustard, at least for their points back previous editions. Now at 95 points, I mean, I can't think of a reason why you don't take three of them in every list if you are a shooting army. Right. <laughs> Man, I remember when uh, Flayed Skull was reroll ones to, for everything that had flying. Right, I still kind of have some of that baked in. You know, yeah. <laughs> I could I could pop that pain token for all the Cobblites and a Raider. Um, full reroll, full reroll, yeah. Uh, and then of course those with the Ravagers as we mentioned earlier, the rerolls to ones against units at starting strength. That's that's money. It's so good. I I mean, ninety five points. Going. Yeah, and keep I going. just wanted you to note that. We both have on the list. The next one I have on the list is the Court of the Archon. Uh, I like the idea of them. I know in previous editions, they all just kind of added a little sort of flavor to the Archon himself. Um, you know, adding buffs here. I feel no pains there. Uh, I I know some people are a little upset about the simplification of making it one of each, but the fact that you can attach the Court to the Archon and then the Archon and his Court to a Kabbalah unit and they get all those buffs... To me, it's just I, there's something really cool about it. It just feels like a big courtly entourage just rolling the battlefield. Like well, that's a pro and a con for me. The only problem is you can't put them every. You can't put them in a raider. No, it's really hard to do that, uh, especially with the even split. If you were to take like two venoms and try to do it that way as well, it gets kind of dicey and messy. Uh, but I was thinking, um, not to get too off the beaten path, but that's a perfect unit to throw in reserves and then head your bets and see if it makes sense. Turn two or post turn two, which table edge they come in on, and after they come in. You can spin that stratagem at the end of the shooting phase and have a move again. Or, oh, I've already yeah, utilized this. Yeah, it's like heck yeah. You know, at that point, you can hop into an objective. You can do all sorts of fun things. But full reroll to hit and wound and a wound. Yeah, depending on and that's just with the archon. But when you look at, I think the Urgul gives them always strike first. The Lamia gives them lethal hits. The Slith gives them uh, minus one to wound, like against yep. the unit. So there's all sorts of really neat things that that one unit is going to like contribute. Um, now that said. The third and final pro, I know, is gonna it's salt for everyone else, but cabals are king. Yeah, and I love it. Uh, yeah. Not to, not to you know poo poo any on the covens, but uh, being a shooting guy and loving my ravagers, loving my cabals and raiders, I, I'm love I'm in heaven right now. This is great. I mean, Rex didn't uh, didn't come out of the gate not. Good. Yeah, there's with all their weapon they choices just, now. They don't seem to be the primary focus. They seem like good accessories, uh, for sure. Well, I mean, like it was a it was a huge hubbub on the Drakari forums where like you can't you can only take two special weapons. I was like, can you not read? Is that what the forums sound like? They're yeah, like, I like, mean, they were like there like was people arguing two of these, and then the that the GW app came out, and they're like, how oh. many weapons do you want to take? So now it's just solidified that you can take eight special weapons on the racks and two of the special weapons I will say they are only the splitter pistols but uh, 
You get two flamers, two hex rifles, and two os effectors, which are devastating wounds, which soak, which is awesome. That's pretty awesome. Um, and then the precision fire, the hex rifles damage three. Now, you know, it's funny. We talked about when the index dropped, uh, Stuart and I, that, you know, I don't, do I have any incentive to buy anything? I don't know. I feel like I need to sell some. It's just kind of, you know, chewing the fat on it. And I hit them up and I'm like, I bought some racks. I bought another Talos. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. I, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that brings me into my pros. Um, we're in alignment on some of it. But, yeah, where, where I think it's great, I could see where somebody with a lot of witches might think otherwise. But, I mean, my... I've always been Covenant Witch. Right. That's all I've ever needed. And if if I need to take a Ravager and like, you know, I always took like one Archon because he's leading, he's he's hired everybody. Everybody's working under this this man, this thing, um, with relics just hanging off of him. And, yeah. You know, and you had like Void Rain Bombers. I always had two. And then everything else was just like monsters and witches bouncing off the walls. That, you know, like that was just like, you know, envision in my head every time I played. It was it's like the devil circus or something. Right. And I loved it. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Now, uh, I had somebody, when we were at the midnight release for a Leviathan box set, stay tuned for more on that. Uh, we were chewing the fat with some other patrons and somebody had mentioned Drukari being effectively like a really mobile or fast tower. <laughs> I mean, and I'm inclined to, like, I, I could see how they could see that, you know, see it that way. And I'm inclined to agree, but in like, I think in a positive way, I like the better BS and I like, you know, the movement 14 if I want to flat out full move re-rolls. 20. Full rerolls. Yeah, it, it still has the army flavor, but yeah, it's definitely more prone to shooting. Which is leading me into my number one con. Yeah, yeah. We're buttering you all up, folks out there, for the cons here to come. Cons! Which is, which were my second favorite. I mean, the, I mean, ninth edition brought us a close combat beast of an army. Right, so you had you always brought Drazar and five, three units of five incubi and some witches, some hellions. Um, at towards the end, you bought brought Reaver jet bikes for engaging all fronts, and it could be still a still a th- strategy. But at twenty five points a model on the Reaver jet bikes, it's kind of eh. and the only reason I say that is because indirect fire at currently um, is bad. Is not healthy for <laughs> Drakari. Yeah, not healthy for any units that have to stay start on the table unless you're you basically if you're putting them in strategic reserves or even jet bikes, they're not going to benefit very much for that movement. No, you want or dishing out those mortal wounds. So it, you would you could argue you could put them there, but they almost are a unit you want to start and on pocket on the table. And and I'll talk more about the game that I played. Um, but losing our close combat. I mean, even let's let's take it. I'm going to take. Three units. Look, let's look at Drizar. Lost his fight twice. Uh, lost his full rerolls potentially on wounds. Uh, he gives a plus one to wound to Incubi, which Incubi lost a strength, which is huge. Uh, so from strength five to strength four is a, a huge damage debuff. And keep in mind, it's only Incubi he's attached to. So even if you're doing yeah. the three five-man units, it's only one of those. Or a ten-man unit, they're the only ones that are going to benefit from that. Yeah, which is not good. And then which is going to three attacks at strength three is just god-awful. Even with... You have to take a 105-point a, a character, which is attacks, to make them strength four and actually somewhat viable. Yeah, closer to viable, but even then, you know, if you're looking at what was lost, you where did all your weapons go? Where are all those special witch weapons, you know? Or the drugs that actually made them viable. So, right. hey, I want some fast witches that are just going to hit those backline guys, uh, or I want some witches with some double the strength. Yeah. So if you're out there and you when you were wondering what simple but not simple, simplify but not simple meant, um, this is an example of some of the things that went away or they've been condensed in a manner that they're hardly recognizable to what they, what they once were. My projection is that GW didn't want to sell these anymore. Perhaps. <laughs> or they sold enough of them already. Right. They've made their money on their yeah, sculpt. I, I, to be in all fairness, to put an asterisk on that point, I don't think there's anything that Games Workshop doesn't want to sell anymore. I just think that they've sold enough of them and they'd rather have you buying something else. Ravagers. Yeah. Combat patrols. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then a worthless take- combat patrol. <laughs> we'll get, that might be a con I've got to touch on. I'm going to add that to the list. And then let's take my, the last unit is is Hellions. 
They went from 17 points to 22 points. Uh, they lost everything. They're strength four now instead of strength five. Uh, I mean, yeah, they get twin linked on their anti-infantry three plus, which is actually pretty good. So 20 shots, you could just spin one thing and you're just re-rolling 20 shots out of 10. But that ain't enough for me to warrant five more points. And they lost infantry. Now they're mounted, so it's like they don't get bonuses to cover. Uh, they can't. They can't. There's. They can't go through walls. And the way that you f- fly now, you have to measure up and down. So yeah, you, they're they're neutered. A little bit, yeah. I would be inclined to agree. Versus what they were, uh, they are struggling to find a place. Although they still have their hit and run tactic. I thought that was nice. Yeah. So but, you can you really use them to like bottle up a unit, but you know. For, for the for two points more than a basic marine, uh, toe to toe, I think a marine wins. Yeah, um, I wouldn't disagree there. Not necessarily the same kind of comparison I would take when looking at units across the board holistically, but as far as what role they served in a, a high speed army, there's too much incentive to want to stack things. And raiders is tough eight, you know, ten wounds. Yeah. Otherwise, they're off the table. They're gone. I mean, if I'm if I'm playing against a Drukari player and I see a unit of Hellions, a unit of Reavers, and then like four or five Raiders, it's like, I want to take out those Hellions and those Reavers first. I mean, I got yeah. so much little pepper fire that I can't use on the Raiders now. Everybody is somewhat mobile enough to get line of sight on them. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, sure. Let's say I have an L in the back of my table edge. Okay, well, I lost advance and charge, and let's say I don't have any CP. Mm-hmm. Am I just banking that holding off for that one CP to get that one charge when they come out. Like it's just. That's not, uh, they're not as much of a sure bet anymore. No, I always took 10 and ninth always took 10, the slashing impact, why that wasn't included on Hellions when it is on bikes. I, that, that would have made sense on a 22 points. Can you imagine 10 dice on four ups? You know, you're looking at five mortal wounds potentially. So potentially, now there's yeah. some gambit. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want to take him. Maybe I want to like right. know, bait my opponent. But now that that's even like thrown in the garbage. For now, yeah. And you know, just to put things in perspective, you know, thinking back on eighth, like how many rules we didn't have when those indices dropped, and then you saw how many we had when the first formal codex dropped. So I, I'll wait on bated breath. But I'd like to see some things like that return, and hopefully before the freaking codex drop. But yeah, major con for me is I. An army has to have some melee. Bar, Tau, and a, some, a few other things. Like, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, no, to your to your point, you know, when a third of the army since 8th edition onwards has been melee-centric, which cults is what we're talking about. And coven. And covens, they can absolutely, they're, I mean, I always see them more as tar pit for the infantry, but, you know, when you get your Talus and your Cronus in there, they can bang around pretty hard. But when you're looking, I was thinking, you know, my obvious melee witch cults with all the mortal wounds that used to fly out, just the mobility. It's like that's kind of gone by the wayside. I had a 20 man rack squad and talk about soaking up wounds. I mean, I would every time I played my buddy who played Death Guard and Mortarian came out, my 20 man racks went at him because it was like you couldn't. Yeah, I had a five up five up now. Thinking about this from a fluff perspective, I read about that. I would I would call BS so hard in the favor of. Of, yeah, because I mean, realistically, he should be cleaving through those like they're nothing, you know. So I, you know, taking a step back and being a little more objective, I can see why Games Workshop has made certain choices in regulating maybe the close combat of witches and Ankybi to not being able to destroy tanks on the charge and crap like that. But overall, the, the army does lack a bite when it gets in close combat for anything that's bigger than a marine. Yeah, even talk about Drizar, he's winning on yeah. threes. I guess, I guess he's. He's, he's like a character hunter is really what I'm looking at is once per game where he and his squad are like, we're going to take out that guy. And it's like, cool. But does it make sense to take that when you could take just more Kabbalites and a Raider or another Ravager or, you know, more Kronos or Talos, you know? I mean, I would always like a five man squad and Rizar would hedge bets against a pretty good Terminator squad. It would always wouldn't always be successful based on the saves, but there was a chance. There's a chance. Yeah. Uh, now, no. 
No. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance, but it's not. You're not. You don't want to trade blows for that. I mean, you're not an army that can afford to throw a unit into combat and go like, let's wait this out a turn and see what happens. It's it, that is not your mo. Not anymore, and it's not a. It, we've always been a trading army. Uh, I mean, you're raiders. Why would you take and hold the ground? That's just dumb. Don't be dumb. Yeah, <laughs> losing a invul on the this on raiders too was just booty. Oh, what do you mean? Like a five. Oh, the five. five yeah, yeah, everything's got that six across the board, unless they had it previous. And then, like, I think uh, Incubi have a five. Scar just have a four or five? Five. Five, okay. They have the ghost armor, ghost plate armor. But uh, no, the, the feedback I heard was we can't have better saves than any Imperium. Okay. I, like, you know, it, that's okay a, in some extent, but. A neg one gave me a five up. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Go sh- shut up. Sit down. I, I, I'm just thankful. Um, being so used to for so many editions with Cobblites having a five plus save, having that four up is. I'm I'm just thankful. It'll go to a three up and cover. Yeah, there's a lot of ignore cover though. But let me let's hear your uh, big list for cons. My big. Oh uh, well, okay. Well, let's um, start with three. We'll start with three. I forget the one. Oh yeah. Well, you know, we'll start with the. I do remember the the one I added to the list. We'll start with that one. The combat patrol. <laughs> And the joke that is now, I, you know, any Drukari player worth his salt can probably make that list work in its condensed format versus the other combat patrols. But I take, if I may take a moment um, to indulge as to why I don't like it. Here it is. Here it goes. Indulge. So effectively, as we've already discussed, this is a shooting army. Um, the combat patrol comes with an Archon, 10 Kabbalites, a Raider, Ravager, five Incubi. Um, without going too much into detail as to what we- weapon options or lack thereof, you're allowed to equip with these guys. Um, I'm assuming I'm going to, I'm going to assume games workshop knows what they're doing when they set up the equipment. But when it comes to playing on the table, just think about this logistically, like where am I putting my Raider and my Kabbalites and my Archon? They're probably all going to be in that Raider, right? Most likely. Yes. Um, either that, or I'm going to have 10 Kabbalites on the table with the Archon just hanging out. Like, and I'm going to put the Incubi in there. But the problem ends up being, where do you, what do you do with the close combat unit, the five Incubi and what is now, two-thirds of a shooting faction. Like, we'll put them on foot and just be a target. Like, that is probably the most freaking gay thing I've heard in a long time. So I, I feel like uh, this was definitely an afterthought. They, you know, of course, Combat Patrol came out long before 10th edition, but when they, when they, you know, they, they redid the Necron one, that's all I'm saying. No. You don't think they had some <laughs> game design involved? I, no, I don't. I don't think they were looking ahead of 10th when they released that Combat Patrol. I mean, let's talk about something even worse. If you have more than one slith in that unit, then you get this rule. Wait, I can only have one slith. Why does it read that way? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, is there any yeah. that said like... And, and an asterisk on that combat patrol, if you're reading the free rules, and I could stand correct here, so please uh, let me know. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Um, boarding parties. Yay. Um, <laughs> if you're reading the free rules that Games Workshop released on the Warhammer community site versus the rules that are listed in the Leviathan rulebook, the Leviathan rulebook says that you can split that Kabbalite unit into two five-mans. I don't remember reading that in the... It doesn't. No, there's so many... Uh, there's a little, little inconsistencies going on. So that, that to me, is at the top of the list for the con. Not a huge con, but just a funny observation and a gripe I can throw out there. Welcome to the poop show. Right. Welcome to the poop show. Hope you like poop. <laughs> All right. So let me go down my formal cons. Looking over other indices, uh, I'll use Necrons, for example. There is a lot of synergy and combo bait. And what I mean by that is you can take a unit of warriors and you can put either Noble A with Cryptech B or Noble B with Cryptech A and you'll have some interesting synergy things. Everything spanning from this unit's harder to hit to this unit now can move after it fires. And they kind of have that Marine approach where you have you know a main dude and his lieutenant rolling around. All these synergistic combos, things that can heal, things that improve your reanimation protocols and so on. When you look at the Jakari, there's... Barring the cons we've already talked about, there's not any one rule that I find upsetting, but it's the lack of rules, the lack of combos. It, you know, it's uh, it, There's obvious ones where it's like, yeah, Drezar goes with Incubi, Succubus goes with Witches, but that's kind of where it starts and stops. We got rid of all of our combos and got full rerolls with a with a pain token. It's just, it's it's dog. It's, 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 a, it's a little boring. It's dull. I'm thankful for the rules. Rules are great, but when I'm looking about like, hey, these guys like... Yeah, if you were like a fifth ed, like... Uh-huh. Cobblite warrior in a Raider fan, like this is it's your me. time. I like it, but right. even even me as that fan, my play style, I'm still gonna have fun. It'll differ based off of what my opponent does, but I don't go in there with any opening volley of combo. 
no. the same thing every time, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's a con. I and mean, that could be improved on. And, again, this might go back to what we were hinting at. You know, but, how many units do we have available to us to buy? Well, there's not a lot, so maybe that's why you don't have a lot of... But even a full Kabbalite warrior fan club, you would still take other units and yeah. for options. Because you, you don't... You want an all-comers list, right? You want to mm-hmm. be able to shoot. You want to be able to have some assault. You want to be able to... to right always have options to deal with your opponent. Now you have one. Yeah, and to that point, I actually feel like this should be part of that con. Uh, when looking at the stratagems available to me with the kind of list that you would play for what is mid-maxing awesome, you're kind of 86 in about two-thirds of those stratagems, at least in my case, of what you would use. And then enhancements. Yeah, the enhancements are a little... you use with everybody loaded up in a raider. Yeah, yeah. rules is written if my understanding is that you were not technically on the table when you were in a transport, so ipso facto, your special rules wouldn't be conferred, and half of those are, bye... What's funny is in the rules commentary, it says uh, you are considered on the board bar being in reserves. And in the same breath, they're like, if you're on the board in a transport. eh." Yeah. So they're like, they're literally like, why don't you just write one paragraph that says if your model's not touching the table, you don't get rules. Yeah, And it it might be by design and that that might be a little broken because then Marines inside of this side of the other with a land raider can do something dumb or janky. But with that said, I mean, maybe give some enhancements that. Either it's that one is specific to carrying around a transport, or you know it is makes you a little more survivable, so you can use it on the table or something. No, I I enjoy my uh, six up invuln homunculus out in the open. Right, he's um, great out there waiting to use his crucible of malediction. Now, why not? <laughs> yeah, uh, and ready to get that one pain token a turn. Yeah, but I want him outside. What I could do is start him outside. The raider first turn, so I get the one free pain token. But for he's not attached points. to a unit then. Uh, no, and oh, in the, this case, him yeah. and the unit outside, and then they get. But in. you can't do that. You cannot field to table. You have to field oh, yeah, the unit in the right. transport. That's so right. there's such these weird little catch twenty twos. Oh yeah. So, but here's the value. Here's the pro I'm going to take from that con. The silver lining in this show is I don't have to. I don't have to spend those points. I can put them towards something else. <laughs> I know, but. <laughs> I, you know, and that is a luxury. Um, I, we're going all over the map here, folks. But uh, looking at some of the cons of like, well, shoot, I'm not going to be wanting to take any characters beyond what I have to. That actually might be a good thing. You know, narratively speaking, I don't want the competition unless I have to. So that one Archon, when these rely on his cabal to come and crush, that's actually kind of cool. A narrative silver lining. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm all about. I'm champing <laughs> at the bit for that every day. I mean... Ringing out my torture to get my narratives. And, and let me take a moment. I You stealing my cons? No, go ahead. No, I, I don't want to sit on a negative soapbox. Moment is yours. Um, and I actually, in the past, have always taken the the negatives and been like, I'm going to take an army that is not top tier and make it top tier. But when I get smushed, here's the big fat butt. <laughs> when I get smushed <laughs> that much, much, um, it's it's a little hard. It's a little it's difficult to keep that boulder going up the mountain, right? Um, well, let me get through my cons and we'll talk ahead, more sorry. on that. No, you're fine. A lot going on here. So number three down the list, formerly number two, witches went by the wayside. Woo! They are bye-bye. And, you know, it's most disappointing. Yeah, I know Stu over here looking more along, you know, I'm, uh, what was the cult of the bladed desire? I forget what it was. <laughs> well, they give you plus one strength. He's just strength four witches, and now you have to stick a succubus with it. But I, I'm looking at it like... Cursed Blade. Cursed Blade, that's right. Uh, the Cursed Blade. I'm looking at this, wondering where all the options have gone. You know, where are my Razor Flails? Where are my Chardonnay Impalers? Where are my, you know, Hydra Gauntlets? Huge flop. And I feel like those that is a missed opportunity, uh, p- potentially money on the table, left on the table, unless Games Workshop doesn't want to sell those, or... Unit accessories that may give them, albeit maybe not the alpha strike they used to have, but at least something where it's like, I'm going to tie up that unit and I may have a weapon that can go off and do some damage. Like a Hydra Gauntlet. Yeah, Hydra Gauntlet. That was like always strength six. Give You know, something with a devastating wound or, or what we had pitched, you know, previously is Haywire Grenades doing something. They kind of, I mean, they give like, a grenade. everybody has the grenade keyword, yeah. which cool stratagem I, it's um, cool for everybody who has grenades right but, but they're, they're not anything special you know like yeah. maybe devastating wounds on vehicles and like a five plus or something with haywire i would have been all about that that's kind of fun use it on the cobblites that are pumping out damage yeah already exactly yeah um so that was i feel a missed opportunity and definitely a con 
I mean, arguably, and I'm, I'm seldom the guy to tell you that's now worthless because I've always been a believer that you just have to think about it and make it work. You know, is it optimized? Maybe not. But in this case, witches are, they're not worthless, but they're close to it. Can I give you my competitive perspective on them? Make it brief. Uh, now you take as much time as you like. <laughs> Lilith with witches is the only way to to potentially take them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, your, your options are now more limited in what you do with them. You have to take Lilith then. I have to take Lilith, and I take him in a raider, and I advance him up in a secure place that you know my opponent either has to stick their neck out to get to him, mm-hmm. or you know they're safe for a turn. And the next turn, I advance and charge them and tie, tie up stuff. And Lilith's going to blender some um, infantry, and the witches are going to be there to kind of soak up some some stuff for four ups. So it's not terrible, but right. when you take a look at how much that cost, the cost is, at, is high. It's two fifteen plus the raider, which we're looking at uh, three hundred points for that. Three, yeah, three ten um, or three twenty there. Pick any other army with 310 points, and it'll wax that. I'm, I'm not saying that my generalship and my right. prowess for not to make that happen, that those points but be more, effective. More to your point, let's say you wanted to make a full melee army, like World Eaters or something. You can't fight a full melee army of, of Dark Eldar against... It just doesn't exist anymore. Lilith will, will butcher some stuff because of the anti that's it. That's it. That's it. At that point, you're like, well, maybe Drezar will butcher some stuff with his... Incubi, and it's like, okay, and then you've got two powerhouse units and a bunch of kind of plebs in the middle. When I'm looking around the board, a bunch of two-wound models that have like four or five attacks base and a minus one AP, strength four, maybe strength five. It's just, it's maddening. And more power to the Marines and the power armor guys. It's awesome. I'm happy for you, but why did a witch get worse than a Marine in the in the melee yeah. perspective? It's it's very yeah. odd to me. Let's, 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 put a, let's put a Marine without power armor in the in the Coliseum. We'll put a Marine with power armor in the Coliseum. Yeah, goddamn. <laughs> this is making it more fun. I mean, come <laughs> on. We won't make it too unfair. <laughs> Narratively, there's no, there's no, there's, it's a good fight. And in this case, it's not really a fight. And no. On the tabletop, I mean. No. Okay, so um, my last con. Sorry. Sorry. What? We, Taking away your. Uh, no, no, we're, we're making, here. we're making good progress. We're good flow. Good flow stayed and the torture goes on. Just the kidding. Sadism, no the rating. Apology. No apology needed. Uh, my last con is that the Archon cannot be attached to the Incubi. And that does not make a lick of sense to me. If if that was the case, that would be well worth it. Like even, yeah, exactly. A e- full re-roll. On the Incubi. Or even if, uh, you know, it wasn't Oz optimized because the Archon isn't as much of a combat melee badass as it used to be, although he's, he's not terrible. He's not terrible. Um, when you're looking at it from a fluff perspective, I may go there. Go and look back at any Dark Eldar Codex from the inception of 1998 all the way up to 9th edition, and there is verbiage in about every one of them to imply that the Incubi are the GD bodyguards of an Archon. Literally every bit of literature, every novel, right. every codex. These guys are more trusted because of the integrity that Shrine holds to their discipline, their martial prowess, their technique, their their aspe- their pseudo-aspect warrior mantras to, to basically be more trustworthy than even the Archon's own court. Yeah. So I, I don't understand that one. That, to me, seems like a very uh, crunch decision. And I don't think anybody was thinking about the, the fluff fallout or, or was acknowledged and it, the crunch took precedent over it. But, yeah, it, that was an oversight. And let me, if Archons were able to, to, to attach to Incubi, I would probably go back to running three Archons with Incubi. That would be cool. Skirmishing around, re-rolling. Yeah, you may have a Drezar unit and two Incubi rolling around, and then the rest are just Kabbalites. And I, I think that's the way it should be. I don't Can see... Can you imagine a, five? I mean, let, let's let's put the court on... Court's abilities onto some Incubi. Five, oh, you mean five, like you have a court with... The, oh, jeez. With an Archon? Then I'm like, I'm excited again. And that's 11 models. Five Incubi, a court, yeah. and an Archon. Yeah. Raider, boom. I mean, that I guess you can awesome. already kind of stick them in that like that, but there's minus no value one, added. But minus one to wound, lethal uh-huh. hits. Yeah. Then you, I'm actually excited about melee again. And I think that might be an easy fix. And I hate to be that guy that sits here and goes, go, use workshop, fix this for me. But that's a good opportunity, I think, if anybody's oh. listening out there. Oh, man. Oh, man. Shout loudly in the web while you'll hear us. I would, uh, my forceless four Urgle, four Lamians for it would fix the problem of the combat patrol as well. I would feel a little bit better having ten Kabbalites with their you know what in the wind going hi while that raider rolls around with an archon and his special boy protection squad. 
Right? They're even called bodyguards. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's uh, that. I, I'm sure I have a lot more cons if I thought about it, but those are the primary ones. This is an index at best. Nothing, nothing up bar Marines and El- like weirdly Eldar. No, no thought. I feel was put into any, anything Drakari. Some, but not enough all the way around. And let's talk about. Uh, I know we took we talked about the combat patrol, but um, the boarding patrol. Oh, the boarding party. Yeah, if you were in on those buys, the boarding joke is what I'm going to call it. Yeah. Now, admittedly, I haven't. I've looked over the new boarding party rules. There may be something I'm missing there, but I still think with that profile, it's straight up the right. same. And yeah, if you don't mind, Stuart, go ahead and tell our audience what comes in the. Um, I don't even know if it's available anymore, Games Workshop formally, but the the relatively new boarding party starter box for Drukari. Twenty witches, five incubi, and a succubus. <laughs> I like. Talk about, um, is that going to go half price? Oh, no. Not if they can afford to keep it where it's at. Uh, well, they're not going to be restocking anytime soon. I don't know. I told somebody uh, that wanted to get into Drakari today. They asked me if they, they could buy my extras. And I was like, you know what? The best thing to do is combat patrol and and boarding patrol. Um just to flesh out. Yeah, options. those are those are pretty good. They're still good box sets, especially the Combat Patrol if you're looking to collect. But yeah, let me let me put an asterisk what I said previously. It's it's a great buy to collect, but to play out of box against other Combat Patrols, nah, it's no, because it's fleas. Your dog with fleas. They came out and specifically said that they're going to try to keep the rules with 40k and boarding patrols similar, so there's not so many, um, there's not conflicting literature and, and multiple things that they have to look at. The only reason that they changed combat patrols is so that people can actually fight each other at an even keel um, when you have like 690 points of uh, custodes again. Yeah, versus, I don't even done the points on the Drakari. I just know with what what, up, what weapon options they tell you you well, can and cannot take. I, I don't like it. I'm going to do the math because <laughs> it's pretty simple now. So we got uh, 85 for an Archon plus 110 for Cobblites plus 90... It's 120 for Cobblites. Plus 10 plus uh, 95 plus 85 475 versus 690. <laughs> and and uh, 85 of that 475 has to walk on foot. Yep. Well, they don't have to. They can put them in a Raider. You can put them in reserves. <laughs> you can re-roll a charge roll with a com- with a pain token, which is like all right. I'm getting in there, yeah. Um, but against custodes, you're winning on fives. Good job. Does it make you feel better? I, I will make them roll a battle shock test. There's something about you and custodes. Never miss an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just—I have- feel like the audience could troll you by sending their sending you their custodes bits. <laughs> I, uh, you have to take things in in stride and perspective. I hit the table thinking that I gotta I gotta play against everybody, right? Um, but you're gonna end up playing custodes every game. Oh, why not? <laughs> um, All right, well I, that sums it up for cons. Where do you want to you want to shift to list now? Yeah, let's let's shift on a more. Um, uh, how do I put it? Uh, I don't know. More positive note. Yeah, be optimistic. Tell, tell us what you know. How you're going to try to forge forward, or I guess better, how we're going to try to forge forward with uh, the blows that have been dealt to us, but the perks that have been granted to us in turn. I thought and thought at, and tried to figure out how the court was going to work. If splitting them into a venom and a raider, I just. They didn't. They didn't feel good in any other way other than the reserve stuff. So, my first competitive list, and this is what I'm thinking, um, I am going to take is. So I'm going to do an archon. This is a two thousand point list. Two thousand points. Uh, com- this is my competitive list that I'm going to keep working on. An archon homunculus for the characters. Um, the the Archon's going to join the Court of Archon and a full squad of Cobblite Warriors weapons maxed out. When I say Cobblite Warriors, I mean with the Dark Lance, the Splinter Cannon, the Blaster, the Shredder. And the Shredder. Now, does that also mean a Blast Pistol, or yes. how are you taking the Sybarite? 
Yeah. Okay. I, Important I, question, but just for clarification, understood. Yeah, the blast pistol coming out in your list. Kind of sneak it in there for the damage. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, so Archon with Court with a Cobblelite Warrior Squad that's going to go in reserves. Um, so we have the Homunculus. We have two more squads of Cobblelite Warriors decked out and a squad of racks. Those three will go into Raiders. So we have two Cobblelite Warriors and a Rack Squad and Raiders. But the the Homunculus is going to attach to the racks, so they have that feel the four of feeling of pain. Okay. Um, all in Raiders, and then I have a two-man squad of Kronos, because the two games that I've played so far, they just, they don't go away. No one commits enough to them, and they right. just, every turn, they're they're getting 50 points back. This is one of the slower units on the table, so everyone's like, I'll get to that later. Meanwhile, yeah. Anytime that they commit, any type of Right of the Valkyries is happening with all your Raiders, like. <laughs> but they, I... They were good backfield objectors. Like he tried to throw like some stuff back there, and I'm like, uh, "You're not going to destroy my Kronos. They're two, you know, fourteen wounds with a feel no pain. Feel no pain, yeah. Uh, but you, T four, T three infantry, like you're not going to, you're not going to, you're going to touch them. They were actually pretty, pretty key. That's only a hundred points. It's only a hundred points I may for need fourteen to pick up, wounds. Pick up another box. So I, can... <laughs> I think Yikes. it's really good. It's pretty good, yeah. Um, then three Ravagers, and I'm taking all Dark Lances um, on all of them because I, every time I show myself on the table and on the battlefield, meaning like I come out of cover, I have to blow up what I need to blow up. And I don't think that infantry with all the all the other weapons I have are a problem. It's always going to be the, the... Yeah, that's a very fair observation. You're, and we'll get more on this when I tell you my list. Any reasoning and rationale for taking a Disintegrator Cannon? And there is, but my first inclination is always full-out Dark Lance. And boom, boom, boom. I think with how Knights work in 10th, you're going to see a rise in that. So you have... I mean, like, the Disintegrator Cannon's not going to do anything. I mean, fives, you're wounding them on fives for the most part. Add some more versatility or sixes, is all. sixes on knights. That's all I was looking at. But we'll, again, we'll get into that more. But yeah, yeah, Dark Lances are good. Yep. And then I'm going to take two squads of Scourge, one with uh, Haywire and one with Heat Lance. And the only reason I'm going to take Heat Lance is because monsters exist. And Haywire... Yes, they do. Even though Haywire Blasters have devastating wounds, uh, I that Strength 14 is going to be good against knights. And you can stack them with four in that squad. That's, that's worth it. So... A little versatility. Mm-hmm. I think that the Haywire Blaster is uh, king when it comes to vehicles, but there's still monsters lurking around, um, a.k.a. Lionel. <laughs> He's one of them. Um, but anyways, so two Scourge, and then to finish off is going to be two squads of two of Talos. Wow, okay. So in my Talos, I have Haywire Blasters on their tails. I'm actually taking Liquid Fire and Gauntlet. So the Liquid Fire is just like... The a flamer rerolling just for extra daca and the gauntlet is uh, strength eight yeah a little two. bit harder to hit but it's meant for pack a punch against you know bigger armor yep bigger toughness it'll it'll put uh, terminators on their invuln and uh, if they fail they're dead yeah and then uh, yeah that's my competitive list I think it'll change I think that um based on how scoring works I think I might. Let's make a note on this, because um, you're you're planning on hitting up some tourneys, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, you, no, them tourneys. Two so, in two weeks. Two weeks. Well, let's uh, let's touch base on this as an after uh, post mortem, as it were, uh, as part of the revivifying process, and see what changes you would make after playing through that. It may be a changing a whole army, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we won't go too far into the territory of the Fairweather fans around here. But you I'm, know. <laughs> look, I'll never. Never sell this army. I'm always going to push for it to be good um, and competitive. But the, what, there's always winners and losers when it, with a new edition coming out. So for sure, that's the best way to put it. I would say uh, we are bottom mid tier, bottom of the mid tier, just for the full rerolls. And like I'm telling you, I, I played a guard player. If you okay, if I. Uh, go into this you can if you'd like i don't know if you wanted to hear my list or if it's just all about you <laughs> go ahead go for it no man uh let's hear your list let's see what similarities we got going on it is it's very similar um so in this case i was musing about the idea of only needing to take one character so i'm only taking an archon 
I'm only going to get that one pain token. Ooh, that's okay, though. I don't think I need very many more. You get four starting. Yeah, four starting is great. And that dude is going to be given a, a blast pistol, and I gave him the art of pain for an enhancement only because uh, I had points left over. Yep. Uh, and then we're looking at a total of one, two, three, four, five Kabbalite warrior units. All of them are fully decked out. Two of them have blast pistols and Sybarite weapon, and then the other three have a splinter rifle and, and Sybarite weapon. Uh, mostly the thinking behind that is, again, all these guys are going to be in Raiders. Uh, some of them will get close. That Raider may charge, and I would like to fire as many weapons that can ruin your day out of it as possible. Um, so, yeah, that's the intent. I imagine the Archon will probably go in one of the ones with the Sybarite that has a blast pistol, just for all the extra little flavor. Sure. sure. Going down the line, our three Raiders, uh, three of them are with Dark Lances and two with Disintegrator Cannons. Uh, I did want to try to kind of do, I don't want to call it a rainbow split, but a split in that case, and I did favor more towards the Dark Lance for obvious reasons. Following along, I also have, I don't, did you say you have three Ravagers? I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, I also have three Ravagers, uh, two of them all Dark Lances, the other one with three Disintegrator Cannons, with the option to change all Dark Lances, barring how well I do against armor. Um, I kind of like having that nine shot, three rolling ones at strength five. Like, if I would prefer to maybe try to put some, like if I'm chasing fives, that's fine. Or even if there's a Marine unit that is in front of me and I don't want to throw something across the board to kill it, they're gone. I mean, no. And I think that when you take an all shooting list, that's more appropriate yeah. at that point in time. Cause you're already stacking dark lances in the squads and right. one, one of the ravagers with the disintegrator cans is perfect. Cause you mm-hmm. want to deep strike that mm-hmm. into some, uh, Eldar, uh, support weapons or desolation marines they're just nuking them yeah and that's right? the beauty of all of this the entire list is everything flies and for the most part i can deep strike in majority the option to deep strike in is like is really fun the opportunity cost in that okay um next up i have two two monster units of talos and they are equipped a little differently i don't typically like spreading my uh equipment options across the board yeah usually i go uniform with the unit but in this case i did a little different I'm assuming they may run together as a pack of four. And so if I want to have... Let me go and tell you what they're in there. Um, within that unit, you're going to have a Talos that is equipped on its tail with a Haywire Blaster, the other one with a Heat Lance. Um, one of them's going to have a Macro Scalpel and Chain Flail, and the other one's going to have a Macro Scalpel and... Borrow it, bear with me here, folks. I want to make sure I get this correct. The Talos uh, Icker Injector, which effectively just gives it an extra attack yeah. of the profile of the Macro. Um, so a little bit of thinking like you were saying is not everything I'm going to go across as come across as a monster. Um, well, one, they don't, they don't do well against vehicles anymore. In right. Combat so I, if I got all four and rolling together, I could have two of the heat lances fire at one thing, unit to unit, and then two of the haywires fire another close combat. I at least got options, but more importantly, like we were talking about their, their distraction, they're like a distraction carnifex and they have enough utility between the four of them that it, my opponent, you know, I can pick and choose where the wounds start. You know, per unit. So if I do need more heat lances, great. If I need more haywire, even better. I can I can help deliberate that. They don't want to have to focus fire one unit down and get rid of all by a weapon option. Again, typically that's not my cadence, but in this case, I'm going to experiment with it. We'll see how well it works. And then last but not least, the Void Raven Bomber. Option to either go the D, the dark sights or the um, freaking Void, void lances. lances. Yeah. yeah, four shots is. I mean, it's cool, but uh, I. Yeah, that's that is 14, two thousand points. Strength fourteen versus the anti-infantry. I'm just that might be why I have a ravager and some raiders with disintegrator cannons. So I was looking at that flyer like, yeah, this thing's gonna roll up in here like a wrecking ball. Yeah, my own. I, I mean, I have two painted up, ready to rock and roll all the time. Um, my only problem is, is they're not dropping bombs till turn three, which is not necessarily a bad thing because, um the state of the game changes and I, yeah, I'd like to see how, how much of a con that is, or if it is a pro, like if timing is everything and if I can throw a Raider across the board, and have my opponent go, Oh, we got to get that guy, whatever reason, or we got to get that objective. It's like, well, I know where that bomb's going to go turn three now. Yeah. Give me some fun things and opportunity. But in the interim, I felt like it had enough guns on it and it was a big enough target. My opponent might be like, well, shoot, I got to deal with that. Cause it's going to drop a bomb next turn. Meanwhile, all the ravagers and Raiders just continue to dance around and cause oh. havoc. I'd have to, I need to read up, and I'm sorry to say that I don't already know the answer to this, but uh, I don't think you can drop a bomb and go into reserves with the flyer anymore. 
which is unfortunate. For yeah, me. I haven't read that far either. Uh, I'm just kind of coming across. Let me put a preference on this. I know Stewart is the more competitive of the two of us. Uh, you could say I'm more narrative play, but those of you who've played against me, I've always built what I think are competitive lists, but they've done done so with what I think fits a good story or a good fluff as far as the faction's concerned. It's not, hard not to... Yeah, not to imply you aren't doing that. No, but, it's, I'm just saying it's hard not to check that box when you play any type of Drakari. Right, exactly. But, and so in this case, I'm like, look at all these Kavalites. Look at all these Ravagers. Look at these Talos that my Archon had to have on loan from his covenant because he wants monsters and he loves that. And then here's this bomber. And, you know, folks, I don't... We don't have a... A Wraith Knight or a Titan. I mean, that's our centerpiece. I think our flyers. So I'm. That's. I guess that's where I'm standing on it. That and my teeny tiny straight up stick figure Archon. Yeah. But you have the Incarn. Just play Yunari. No. No, ladies and gentlemen, we're Those from the ages of to collect. mono factions. <laughs> I mean, that said, we probably ruined the game for some of our friends playing non-mono factions. We had to learn that lesson to not be a dick. I know I didn't mean that. It came out the wrong way. Uh, you just embrace what you like, and Dark Eldar Mono is pretty cool. Oh man, lots! What do you got for your funsy list? We got enough time for that? Uh, my, you know, Coven is my thing. So my funsy list is just six Talos, six Kronos. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I almost think this is more competitive than the other list you're about <laughs> to lay down. But I thought about this. Yeah. Uh, three squads of Rex. Uh, full squad of six of grotesques, you know, Raxer and Raiders and a, uh, two homunculus. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. <laughs> I think it could be exciting. It's just a lot of wounds, a lot of um, and three Ravagers, of course. Of course. Uh, just lots of five up Filna Pains. Uh, I, it does lack as much shooting as the other list. But uh, it's different types of shooting, I guess. Yeah. Monster shooting, raider shooting, ravager shooting. Yeah, it's not just death by a thousand cuts with all the the cobblite warriors. That would be a terrible way to go. You just find one of those guys, all those like razor jet, you know, the splinters sticking out of them, little shards, and they're all just poisoned. You can see where their veins have turned different colors and they've choked on their swollen tongue. <laughs> I mean, what, one game I played... Um, uh, I played against a Marine player and I literally like advanced. I didn't advance. I moved the Raider within uh, 12 flamed him. So like he had a character in there, flamed all the flamed, all the dudes. This and this is how I planned shot everything in there. And then I, so he couldn't uh, soak too many wounds. I did the, the, uh, Oh gosh, what's their, Anti-infantry to the Ossifactor, yes. Shot the Ossifactor in there. I nailed a six. So he's already soaking two wounds. And then I, then I shot the Hex Rifles. So it was like, I just nuked everything. And then the character only had like two wounds left. So and I shot two of the Hex Rifles. It's precision. And then he failed one of them. Boom. Dead boom. character. Dead squad. Two flamers at strength four. Nick one. It was enough. We were talking about it before we got on air. The idea of taking the five-man units of racks, sticking them in venoms, and maybe have a homunculus to go to boot with both. So even if they crash, they got a nice little feel. And the homunculus is an is an anti-character as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's he's not bad. Yeah. So there are some options here. I think we play around some points, give us some more synergy between units, and dub. I I think racks uh, splitting up into to double venoms with a homunculus is actually really good. Sounds fun. It, it sounds fun and it sounds good. Um, I mean. Racks have anti-infantry on their melee weapons too, so it's not necessarily bad. More anti-infantry, what is otherwise an anti-infantry army? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but they, I mean they were good. They were good, but they did. Unfortunately, uh, I don't have a funsy list. It's kind of the same, but I did put together a list for what we've been chewing on about here in the, the DCD Dark City Discord. Uh, within the Webway Worldwide, we're thinking about doing a Crusade campaign, Tyrannic Invasion. Here we go. For uh, was it Leviathan War number four? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm excited for this. Um, it'll give me reason to paint more stuff, have more fun with friends. It's uh, I think it'll be fun. It'll also Absolutely. be fun to tell stories of what we've been the narrative triumphs, yeah, yeah. and defeats. Uh, and in this case, I think we're starting with incursion size thousand points. And my list is more or less boring. I won't go through all the options to get the idea of it, but it's an archon. Three ten-man units of Kabbalites and Raiders, and then three Ravagers. Thousand points. Boom. I might do whatever I have painted. Why? So you don't have to paint anything? 
Well, <laughs> okay, it's so good. Just just to have, have some, I'm done. Have some fun stuff, and so I can paint. Maybe maybe I'll add some craft world, paint them up. All right. Well, yeah. Not to sidebar too much on that, but if we got time, you want to talk about what you're looking forward to, or yeah, let's uh, beg GW look, to return something. I don't projections know. for the future for me. Yeah. Careful uh, about casting those bones here in Kamurag. You cause another disjunction. We might lose more unit rules. That's what I feel like happened. A disjunction happened, and it's like, oh, your rules for the witches got thrown into the warp. Sorry. I. <laughs> I mean, every three months they talk about points changes, and unit, unit unit rule changes. I mean, they're, they're not afraid to do that now. Right. Um, so are we going to see drugs come back? Are we going to see this Ken and Archon join some Incubite and actually make some Drakari close combat? Yeah. Actually worth it? You're still paying 80 points for attacks for uh, re-rolling wounds on Incubite that's only at strength 4, so it's, and it's only 2 damage now. You're not even spiking the 3s. But now you have a unit that you could like reliably throw up against a space marine infantry type unit and, and dispatch them. You're like, yeah. get out of here. But now, eh, not so much. But yeah, that would be good to see. Um, I think, I think, few things could go down in points. I don't think racks, even with all their weapons and the power power level feel that they have. I don't think 130 is. Uh, effectively the 13 points a model with all the weapon options. There are some, not to backtrack on the pros and cons, there are some pros and cons the way they're doing the points now. Uh, I know some of the ease, Age of Sigmar approach is like... You're forced to take what's good at max. Yeah, it's easier if you're not one of the number crunchers and the bean counters that want to know like, okay, I've got a nine or a six point Kavalite, my blaster's what, 10, 15 points, whatever it was in the past. And then you start, you know, crunching it like you're an accountant. Now it's like 120 points. You get these cobblites and you may take these options. Great. What if I don't? Well, it's still 120 points. Okay. It's, it's what came in the box. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And that is the approach um, for better or worse. Now I'm sitting here with all these blasters from all those squads. I used to have 20 man squads, four blasters that, you know, maybe one day we'll have like Trueborn that can, you know, be outfitted the way Chaos Chosen were. Gosh, I also have a bunch of plasma guns and melted guns for my chaos as the same boat. Come on, Games Workshop. Why do you keep doing this to me? <laughs> it's difficult um, to plan around what they're going to do. I mean, it, it, it is. Like, they thought that they were going to simplify everything, but they already had a community that they should have answered to, but they're just looking for the new player. Uh, yeah, and I mean, hello? I, I don't blame them. That's, it's business. It's business. But- it is, but guess what? I'm a... Uh, I was going to say single, but I'm not. Uh, I have a large amount of money that I can throw at a game that I have been playing and spending money on for the last 12 years. So don't exclude me that I'm not going to go out and buy fun new stuff. Oh, no, no, you'll buy new fun new stuff just as a reaction to your fun old stuff not being fun anymore or new. I mean, that's... But yeah, let me, I would like to talk about that for a moment, you know, as we sit here and go like, gosh, Games Workshop, you've ruined my ability to have fun. I don't want anybody to think that at all. Like at the end of the day, like, yeah, it does suck to get the the short end of the stick and the rules sort of gravel, but you know, uh, it's your choice who you play with, what rules you play with and how you choose to have fun. So don't let that dissuade you. Um, And that might be why I'm sitting over here going like, I'm sticking with Drakari because this is an army I've always wanted to paint. I got the momentum. Uh, and I've done enough damage in previous editions to make people want to stop playing. So maybe it's my turn to get my teeth kicked in. But uh, bring it on. I mean, it's. I mean, I have old craft world to fall back on if I really wanted to do. So what something. are you looking forward to then for Jakari? I I want I want combat drugs. Combat drugs. Okay. I want combat drugs. I want more unit co- uh, changes. Like I want. Um, give me a succubus on a hellion. <laughs> oh, that's a good call. Yeah, succubus on a, one of the skyboards, or maybe a reaver jet bike. Like, yeah, yeah, mounted characters would be really cool. I didn't think about that. Give me another archon model. As much as I like to kit bash, which, which I don't mind doing. There's only so many times you can kit bash that model. <laughs> yeah, I'm at that point in time. I'm using a husk blade, and I'm cutting it off a hand and putting it on something else. Like that's all I'm using yeah. out of that kit. Uh, everything else is just garbage. Not garbage. I mean, skin cloak's cool. Yeah, it's just you know, it's overdone. You've had you've had the same character model for five, six years. More than that. More than that. Came out in fifth. 
No, that's a, that model did not come out in fifth. That came out later. It came out in seventh, sixth or seventh. Or sure? fifth had all the pewter releases, and those are some cool looking models. And then they went to Finecast, and then they came out and did plastic succubus, homunculus, and archon. And those are the three we have right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, new character models. Uh, that would be good. I mean, the, the let's essentially half of our dwindled down data sheets are can't even purchase. Anymore. Yeah, they're not available. So it does make you wonder. Uh, and I think you and I probably have shared uh, opinion on as far as what we want to see. I want to see kits come out to replace the old ones, like Beastmasters, if they're going to keep them, the grotesques, Mandrakes. Like Alandrach is one of the coolest, least explored things. I could, I could, would love to see maybe Games Workshop bring back out the decapitator special character for the Mandrakes. Maybe another unit or two that's kind of fluffy and fun. And now you have sort of a another wing that you can bring in the Jakari that comes from the Shadow Realm. You know, I mean, the, the amount of slaves, the amount of beasts that they take, yeah. the whole witch cult coliseum. I mean, there's there. Their options are endless. Yeah, when you're talking about Kamra, you you can uh, make that army as robust as they've made the Eldari now, the Asarani, with the way they have Harlequins, Corsairs, and we're not even taking into account that you can take these. If you notice, we've been pretty much articulating mono lists, but though Jakari players out there, you can take Corsairs and Harlequins. Forget it. We want to have mono Jakari units that add that flavor. The amount of pain engines is not just limited. Oh to yeah, that's true. Yeah, when you read the fluff. It's kind of like each homunculus has their own way of they have building like, it. Yeah, you know, some of, some of them are about traps. Some of them are about just like going in yeah. and exploding. Well, after them. all, they're elves, and elves are all about the artistry. Yeah, and but these are like inverted. Tal- Talos paint engines ain't just it. Yeah, There's you could have a special character Talos paint engine where they take like a specific type of unit to be tortured in there, so it gains that personality trait, and then it, it, it influences it in a way that makes it better or different, you know? Yeah, give me an enhancement that's centered around a unit that it attaches to other than racks. Oh, that would be kind of funny to have a... What if they had a homunculus that kind of has the Admech feel about him? Or sure. He, yeah, he's in his own little crawler with him, but it's all made of fleshy, weird tentacles. We could get a Disco Lord for Jakari. I mean... <laughs> I'd be all right with that. Neg one to wound on Talos. Yeah. So, like... Or at least give the homunculus lone operative was in so many range of those. You're still, sh- like, even strength 14, you're winning me on twos, which is not hard to find. Uh, but, you know, I'm you're wounding me on fives and sixes with anti-infantry. So, so what? It That's not broken to me. That just means, like... That's where it needs to be. You don't have a lot of other stuff like that, barring your vehicles. Cool. Well, you know, if I, I think, like I said, you and I have a lot of the same, but there is one selfishly. I don't, I won't go through all the special characters. I plan on saying, well, well, Scott, what do you want to see? And I was going to ad nauseum just read every special character we've lost, but I'll do have an honorable mention. We haven't seen since the, uh, Dark Eldar Codex and fourth edition, Cruella DeVille. I'd like to see her come back. And I say that with her emasculators more or less because that's the Cabal of the Flayed Skull and it should be funny to see. But no, I, I think a special character Archon is needed. I mean, Lady Malice is there, or really is Malice, whatever the heck her name is. Um, that would be cool. Whatever happened to Duke Soliscus? That's what I want to know. I'll stop there. I'm not going to go through any more special characters. Like I said, I, I mean, the, 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 yeah, I mean, the list goes on the, the literature's there. We have the opportunity to maybe to have Lieutenant type units, uh, bring back a Dracon, have him roll with, you know, a Kabbalite squad and give something different to him. Um, bring back Hecatrix Bloodbride. Have her roll with a witch's squad and give that something to him. And they can go in parallel with an Archon or, or a Succubus. Yeah, the, the, the rank and files of Kamra and a real space raid is unlimited. Yeah, it, it kind of is. And if you don't believe us, folks, we do implore you to go check out Andy Chambers' Path of the Dark Eldar book series. Like, holy crap, like, it's very dense and deep. We were even talking Nick Kimes' Salamanders of... Uh, uh, Circle of Fire trilogies. I mean, they, they, I think book, book two, they, no, it's book one. They go infiltrate a, a distress signal and uh, Drakari inhabited that planet. It's a trap. And then it's Spoilers. literally just nonstop <laughs> witches and mechanical flesh beast attacking them nonstop. And it's just like, wow. Right, right. Is a breath of fresh air. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's they are. They've always been a fun adversary. Um, I was unsure of whether or not I would get 
find the books uh, Andy Chambers compelling, but no, they're also fun. You can't call them they're protagonists, but they are by no means like good guys. Like, yeah, there's no pretending like you can with Marines. Like, no, we're doing right. No, there's that. It's like doing straight right on by Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, they think they're doing right by them. But even a Dark Eldar is like, obviously, I'm trying to get one up for me. It's not for some greater good or some contrived like, you know, you get what I'm saying. No, yeah, uh, we'll talk about like, hey, we'll we'll ally and be buddies, but really, I'm trying to cut your throat. Yeah, even though that we're allies. Yep. Which is which? Allies, but rivals. Which one do you put emphasis on? It's the it's the Games of Thrones faction of 40k. Yeah, the, it, it's it feels that way. Um, not that you wouldn't find that anywhere else. Gosh, I don't want to get too much in lore there, but no, that that is there is the appeal. There is everybody on that table. That alliance is like they're there to get something, and the second they can get one up over. They may even use this battle. That battle that they have agreed to is the trap to kill the guy. Has nothing to do with the slaves they're bringing in. That's just the cherry on top. Yeah. It's to kill that guy. They make his hubris. They build him up, and they're right. like, "Yeah, go ahead and kill that right. guy." And he just just flops against a a power hammer yep. from the Terminator. And then, meanwhile, his Dracon ascends to being an Archon, and he's more in favor with whatever you know which cult that <laughs> put him up to it or whatever. Yeah, they, they, it's a lot of fun, but. Anyway, I digress. Is bit. there anything else that you feel like we uh, need to cover? You know, uh, I guess we'll just kind of go down the list as far as what to look forward to. I think we've, unless you want to touch more on, I think we've pretty much said all we're going to say about Drukari until we get some more tables on the model or <laughs> models on the table, whichever order you prefer. Yeah, uh, well, lots of games to play. Even the few that I have played, uh, it's it's hard to take in and give full respect. Yeah, not yet. And, and hopefully we'll have a little more um, comparative data when we play our Battle for Agram. And I think we're going to try to do uh, basically two games, one for each faction a piece, and we'll have a better understanding of sort of the play is for Tyranids, Marines, and maybe there's something we were missing with the Jakari because we hadn't had an opportunity to walk a mile in another foot or talon, you know? Yeah, Batch Brothers are going to dip our toes into the water of Games Workshop funsies play. <laughs> That's the way they put it, funsies play. And, um, and, and yeah, parenting on top of that, you know, we have uh, crusades, uh, crusade rules look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. That one I'm actually stoked about. Whether I'm playing Craft World or Drakari, we'll be, be meddling in the affairs of the post-human monkey and them fighting the biomass that are the Tyranids. It's going to be so much fun. It is. So uh, next week we're going to be covering that, and we're going to talk about our projects and crusades. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I already gave you my crusade list, but if we, yeah, we can indulge uh, around. I don't know. We're going to, we're going to go so far as the name characters and, and get into it from like a role-playing sense. We could. Yeah. I'm ready. That sounds great. So in conclusion, stay classy. This is dark city discord. And my name is Stuart. I'm Scott, your late night cobblite. And thanks for listening.